Going Through Life with Betty and Bob. This is Milton Cross, ladies and gentlemen, inviting you to join us for a visit with Betty and Bob Drake. But first, a few words from a friend of yours. Last night, Betty and Bob were out with Monroe's new city manager, Ellsworth Jameson, and his daughter, Margaret. While dining at a cafe after the theater, Betty and Bob saw this bewildered, jittery man and his strange, neurotic daughter come into open conflict. Irritated by the things her father was saying, Margaret suddenly left the company and drove home alone. Betty and Bob listened sympathetically to Jameson's explanation that ever since his wife had passed away, Margaret had become a moody, willful girl whom he could not handle. So, this morning, over at the trumpet office, we find Betty and Bob discussing last night's happenings. I just can't get that girl out of my mind. The way she stormed out of that cafe last night without warning. It was the rudest thing. Oh, there was plenty of warning, Betty. She was on the verge of an explosion all evening. Yes, I suppose she was. And when the old man started his big talk about what he was going to do to the city, it was just too much for her. I know, but after all, she seems to be a girl of some breeding. You don't get up and walk out on people you've just met. But darling, I thought it was agreed that Margaret Amison was no normal girl. No, indeed she isn't. She's full of more confusion and bitterness than almost anyone I've ever met. As far as confusion is concerned, I'm afraid her father's a little ahead of her. She's dangerous, Bob. Perhaps we did the wrong thing in... In what? Well, in suppressing that story about her being arrested for drunken driving... Well, publicity might have shocked some sense into it. No, her. Betty, I'm sure we did the right thing. Are you, Bob? Mm -hmm. We've already gone a long way toward winning Jameson's confidence. He's a weak man. And if we play our cards right, he's going to be invaluable to us. Oh, I'm not so sure of that. That Jameson is a weak and confused man is perfectly obvious to anybody. But it's certainly most obvious to those people who wanted him in as city manager. 
What's the point, Betty? Well, I, I think that's kind of obvious too, Bob. They can't be very afraid of what he may say or do. Otherwise, they wouldn't use him. Yeah, perhaps. So, either he doesn't know anything... Oh, he knows plenty. That's what gives him those jumping jack nerves. Well, they've got him so terrorized that they're absolutely positive that he's no menace to them. Hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a pretty good analysis of the situation. I think terror is the answer. Mm. Jameson is in a state of unholy terror. But there are ways of fighting terror. There are ways of getting around it. Oh, of course there are. And we'll find those ways. Oh, excuse me. Well. Yes? Oh, yes, Henderson. No, no, I'm not busy. All right, I'll be expecting you. Well, our ex-chief of police has been hard at work, and he sounds as if he's got something. Bob, that was a brainstorm, putting Henderson on as a special investigator for us. He's been investigating the city council, trying to find out just who were the ones who elected James. From the tone of his voice just now, I'd say he's found out. Oh? Going to be here in a couple of minutes. Well, I think I'll take advantage of the couple of minutes to call the country and see how our family is getting along. Think that's a good idea? You called this morning. Oh, that was three hours ago. A lot may have happened since then. Well, like what? <laughs> well, like the twins getting a new tooth. Oh, <laughs> Hello? Uh, will you give me Walton 257? Yes. I'll hold on. Say, uh, I hope we haven't put too big a burden on Mother, letting all the preparations for leaving fall on her. Oh, I'm sure she doesn't mind, Bob. At least I've never heard her complain. Gosh, it's going to be wonderful seeing those babies again. You know, it's marvelous to watch how they change every day. You know, they're really getting along. Yes, they're quite ancient. One month and four days over a year old. <laughs> hello? Oh, hello, Mother. No, dear, no, everything here is all right. Bob and I are just fine. I, I called to see how the family was getting along. Just the same as this morning, huh? Did the twins do anything special? No. How's Claire, Mother? She's not unhappy that we're moving back to the city, is she? Good. Oh, wait till you see the house I've got. <laughs> it's wonderful. Tell me, has uh, Chet Andrews been around? Oh, he is. Was your idea, was it? <laughs> well, you certainly keep the home fires burning, don't you? Betty, let me talk to her, huh? <laughs> Just a minute, dear. Uh, your son wants to talk to you. Here. Thanks. Well, Mother... <laughs> Couldn't feel better. Uh, Betty sounds pretty giddy, doesn't she? Oh, Bob. Uh, that's what getting back to the trumpet does to her. And she says she doesn't like it. I never said that. Okay, Mother. Yeah. Uh, you'll be in Saturday, won't you? A whole wonderful lot of you? Oh, that's well. All right. Bye, Mother. Nice mother I've got. You bet. Uh, what'd she say about Chet Andrews? Oh, Mother invited him over for dinner tonight. She spotted the budding romance, too. She's just being her old, encouraging self. Uh, come in. Oh, come on in, Henderson. Good morning, Betty. Good morning. Morning. Well, Bob? There's a gleam in your eye, Henderson. Well, if there is, it doesn't mean too much. Come on in. Sit down. Oh, thanks. Uh, finding out who on the city council voted Jameson into city manager was a pretty tough job. But you found out. Well, I can't be absolutely certain... Well, yes, I am, sir. Oh, that's better. Jameson got in on a three-to-two vote. Mayor Lyons and Phil Brent voted against him, so that leaves Werner, Chase, and Anderson. Werner, Chase, and Anderson. Huh? Yeah, so I went to work digging up all the dirt I could about those three gentlemen. And you dug up plenty. Well, not as much as I'd like to have. 
Nothing really to hang your hat on. But here's the dope, Bob. Go ahead. First, there's Al Werner. He's been a councilman for three years. He's got a big family, lots of relatives, and they all depend on him. As far as I can make out, he's been in debt all his life. After all, a councilman doesn't make a lot of money. No, he doesn't. And Werner doesn't do anything outside of being a councilman these days. His wholesale produce business folded years ago. But Werner has lately gone in for living high, wide, and handsome. And with all his obligations to boot, well, it sort of speaks for itself. Yes, the deduction is a fairly obvious one. I think so. He's getting money in return for favors. Like helping vote Ellsworth Jameson into office. Exactly. Okay. That's Werner. Yeah. Now there's Cliff Chase. Yeah? He's been a councilman for six years. Chase married into one of the best families in town. He married Gene Walker, who's always been crazy about him, and who's made it possible for him to live like a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Well, women are Chase's problem. He's kept it pretty secret so far. His wife doesn't know a thing about it. And he's used his job as an excuse to stay out late and make tricks. Yeah, you know, all the usual things when a fellow's playing double. Yeah, he's a pretty common type. Well, I figure that somebody found out about Chase and his women, and they held it as a club over his head. That's very likely. Chase likes living in wealth and playing hooky on the side. And I imagine he'd do anything to keep the truth from his wife. You've done very well, Henderson. Oh, I don't know about that. If I had a couple of photostatted letters with incriminating evidence... I'd say I'd done pretty well. But these are nothing more than vague leads. Well, what about Anderson? Martin Anderson? Yes. Well, I've got nothing on him, really. No money problems, no women, not a thing to mark up against him. Except one thing. Well, what's that? Well, I floated around the places where he eats, his club and so on. Yeah? He's a mighty, you know, all the usual things when a fellow's playing double. Yeah. Gone in for living high, wide, and handsome. With all his obligations to boot, well, it sort of speaks for itself. Yes, the deduction... deduction is a fairly obvious one. I think so. He's getting money in return for favors. Like helping vote Ellsworth Jameson into office. Exactly. Okay. That's Werner. Yeah. Now there's Cliff... Chase. Yeah? He's been a councilman for six years. Chase married into one of the best families in town. He married Gene Walker who's always been crazy about him, and who's made it possible for him to live like a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Well, for all, a councilman doesn't make a lot of money. No, he doesn't. And well, Well, Bob? There's a gleam in your eye, Henderson. Well, if there is, it doesn't mean too much. Come on, sit down. Oh, thanks. Uh, finding out who on the city council voted Jameson into city manager was a pretty tough job. But you found out. Well, I can't be absolutely certain. Well, yes, I am certain. Oh, that's better. Jameson got in on a three-to-two vote. Mayor Lyons and Phil Brent voted against him, so that leaves Werner, Chase, and Anderson. Werner, Chase, and Anderson. Huh? Yeah, so I went to work digging up all the dirt I could about those three gentlemen. And you dug up plenty. Well, not as much as I'd like to have. Nothing really to hang your hat on. But here's the dope, Bob. Go ahead. First, there's Al Werner. He's been a councilman for three years. He's got a big family, lots of relatives, and they all depend on him. As far as I can make out, he's been in debt all his life. After all, a councilman doesn't make a lot of money. No, he doesn't. And Werner doesn't do anything outside of being a councilman these days. His wholesale produce business folded years ago. But Werner has lately gone in for living high, wide, and handsome. And with all his obligations to boot, well, it sort of speaks for itself. Yes, the deduction is a fairly obvious one. I think so. He's getting money in return for favors. Like helping vote Ellsworth Jameson into office. Exactly. Okay. That's Werner. Yeah. Now there's Cliff Chase. Yeah? He's been a councilman for six years. 
Chase married into one of the best families in town. He married Gene Walker, who's always been crazy about him, and who's made it possible for him to live like a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Well, women are Chase's problem. He's kept it pretty secret so far. His wife doesn't know a thing about it. And he's used his job as an excuse to stay out late and make trips. You know, you know all the usual things when a fellow's playing double. Yeah, he's a pretty common type. Well, I figure that somebody found out about Chase and his women, and they held it as a club over his head. That's very likely. Chase likes living in wealth and playing hooky on the side. And I imagine he'd do anything to keep the truth from his wife. You've done very well, Henderson. Oh, I don't know about that. If I had a couple of photostatic letters with incriminating evidence... I'd say I'd done pretty well. But these are nothing more than vague leads. Well, what about Anderson? Martin Anderson? Yes. Well, I've got nothing on him, really. No money problems, no women, not a thing to mark up against him. Except one thing. Well, what's that? Well, I floated around the places where he eats, his club and so on. Yeah? He's a mighty interesting character, folks. In what way? He's an ambitious man. All his friends stand in awe of him. His secretary trembles every time he looks at her. There isn't a waiter in this town who likes him. He's a 100% tyrant. Tyrant? Yeah. He likes his way and everything, and he usually gets it. He's the kind of a guy who was born with just one idea, to get to the top of the heap. And he doesn't care how he gets there. Hmm. He sounds like the most interesting of the lot. Sorry I never cultivated him. We've never exchanged more than a how do you do. Well, you won't like him. Well, is that all, Chief? Yeah, that's all at the moment. That's plenty. We'll get to know each one of these three gentlemen in greater detail. I've never given the city council the attention it deserves. I'd say, Henderson, you've made a great start. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yes? What? What? This is on the level, isn't it? Oh, we'll run the story this time. Absolutely, right on the front page. We're not suppressing anything. Ah, this is too much. Yeah, bring the story in to me as soon as it's ready. That's right, Swanson. What is it, Bob? Margaret Jameson in that car of hers again. What? Yeah. She ran down a little girl over in the tenement district 15 minutes ago. Oh, no, Bob. I suppose we'll be getting a call from somebody in a couple of minutes telling us to kill the story. But this time, it's nothing doing. Well, Betty and Bob are beginning to uncover the ways of a corrupt political machine in taking over a city. Bribe your way in, threaten your way in, and promise your way in. Find every man's weakness and play up to it. And how can these forces of corruption be joined in battle and defeated? That's what Betty and Bob have got to find out. Maybe Margaret Jameson's latest exploit will give them their opening. This is Milton Cross again, ladies and gentlemen, inviting you to take a moment to listen to an important message. 